Good morning, LifeSpring. We're going to do a quick sound check before we get started. If you can hear me on three, I want you to honk your horn. One, two, three. All right, well, thank you for joining us this morning. Um, if you're here for our drive-in service, I just want to uh, give you a couple quick announcements. I want to remind you that there is no bathroom use while we're here, so please stay in your vehicle. If you have to use the bathroom, you're going to have to hold it till you get home. I'm sorry. Um, so remain in your vehicle the entire service. And other than the honking that we just did, there's gonna be no honking during this service. Um, we wanna be respectful to our neighbors all around us. And then uh, if you're too hot or too cold, uh, feel free to turn your car on or uh, roll your windows down, whatever you need to do. Um, and then the other thing I wanna say is that uh, we would love to pray for you this morning. So if you would like us to pray for you, you can text the number 253-896 5433 um, and we will get to pray for you during service but I do want to note that uh, whatever you send in the text message we will be uh, praying for over uh, in our drive-in service and then over our live stream on Facebook so um, if it's something of a sensitive nature maybe don't send it or um, maybe uh, contact one of us uh, throughout the week so we can be praying for you for that um, all right that's all I have for you we are going to get started with worship so I'm going to hand it over to Ryan
Good morning, LiveSpring. It is so good to see you all here this morning. And for those of you that are joining us on Facebook Live, we're so glad to have you with us. If you're watching us on Facebook, um, do a watch party, text a friend, have them join us. We'd love to have you a part of our service this morning. I have a few announcements. Um, for this week, LiveSpring Zoom meetings. We have a lot of meetings going on for you guys. We have life groups that meet. We have a next level class that is actually going to be tonight at six o'clock. If you would like to be involved in any of those, go to our website, lifespringfs.com, and you can register there and then we'll send you links to those Zoom meetings. Be in community during this time. We have lots of opportunity to do that. We'd love to have you. And we are going to be taking communion today right after worship. So if you are watching this at home, just whatever you have at home to take communion with, that would be great. Make sure to join us for that. As you know, this is Memorial Day weekend, and we would like to take a moment to honor and remember those that gave their lives for our freedom. So would you take a moment with me for a moment of silence, just to remember the fallen? John 15, three says, greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one life for their friends. So this morning, we just want to honor and remember those who paid the ultimate sacrifice for our freedom. Offering today, if you would like to participate in our offering, we have lots of different ways to give. Um, you can drop it in a basket on your way out for those of you that are here. You can also give online um, at lifespringfs.com. There's a give online tab you can click. You can mail it in to our address or you could text 84321 and uh, give your tithes and offerings that way. Again, thank you for joining us this morning and we're going to keep um, going on with our worship today. Amen. As we step into this next song, um, it just says my whole life is filled, it's filled with your glory. Uh, and even in the midst of everything going on, even in the craziness of, of not being able to, to hug all of y'all and, and just, uh, be inside the building, my whole life is filled with Jesus. And right now I would just pray that everybody here, that your whole life would be filled with Jesus. That in the midst of not being able to be in, in community, maybe in the way that we would like, that our whole life would be filled with Jesus, that it would be filled with that joy, that glory. We just thank you for that. Praise you, God.
moment so if you have little communion packets uh, go ahead and peel the film film off the top of it and you can get the the elements from there communion communion is a very powerful thing it's a very personal thing this is not something that should be done once a month but it's not something that should be done once a week but this is something that should happen every single day in our lives after all, 
it's a reminder of what Jesus did for us, right? Why wouldn't we want to be celebrating that every day? But before we take communion, it's important to take some time and just talk to God, a personal relationship right now, just a little personal conversation between you. I know there might be others in your vehicle, but this is between you and God. And so we're just gonna take a moment, Ryan's gonna play a little bit, but we're gonna take a moment and just spend some time with our Father, our Abba Father who loves you personally so very much. In scripture, it says, For I received from the Lord what I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. So please do this in remembrance of me. same way he also took the cup after supper saying this cup is a new covenant in my blood do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me for as often as you eat this bread and you drink this cup you proclaim the lord's death until he comes Father God, we're just so grateful right now just to be here in this place. It is Sunday morning. We are outside, but we are together as a family. We are the Ecclesia. We are the church right now, Lord. And we right now, we are remembering you. We're remembering your son, sending your son to die for us on the cross. And so we thank you, Jesus. We thank you for all that you've done for us. And right now in this moment, this holy moment, we're giving you praise. We're giving you glory. Thank you so much, Jesus. We love you so much. In your son's name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, well, earlier we had you um, send in your prayer requests. So right now I'm going to pray over each of those. Lord, we just, uh, we just thank you and we praise you, Lord, so much for this morning, God. We thank you that we get to worship together this morning. Um, Lord, and I just want to, I want to lift up Donna to you. I just uh, pray for her and for seizures. And I just pray that, uh, that you would just come in and heal That you would give uh, her peace in this morning. That those uh, seizures would be brought to peace, God. And I just pray for the high blood pressure so I just pray for you to bring it to me. I lift up uh, Nikki Compton, who's having surgery this week. I pray that you would be with um, during this time, God. I pray that, that you would guide the hands of the doctors and the surgery. I lift up uh, Melanie Peterson. I lift up um, her fibromyalgia. Um, I just pray that as it's been flaring up, God, that you would just um, bring it back down, God, that you would just bring um, healing and comfort to me. I lift up uh, Tyler and I lift up Tyler um, and her migraines. I just pray that uh, they would be gone in Jesus' name and for uh, Stephen's dad who has um, a heart that is only working at 20%. Lord, I just pray that you would bring um, strength and you would bring healing to his heart in Jesus' name. 
Lord, we just lift up um, people and, and children, God. We just lift up um, those that are dealing with um, anxiety and depression um, and those with mental and emotional struggles during this time. And we just lift up those that are contemplating suicide um, and that feel that they have no hope. I just pray that you would be with them, God. I pray that uh, you would be with the people that uh, are isolated physically and emotionally, that you would give them peace, Lord, that you would give them strength through this time, Lord, that you would uh, bring them your comfort, Lord. I pray that uh, people would know the nearness of God and they would feel the nearness of God and the hope and the life that he has over them. I just pray that you would be with each of us during this time, God, and um, as all of us are struggling in different ways, I just pray that um, that your peace and your comfort would go with each of us this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, hello, everybody. Hi, Facebook. I heard, were we upside down earlier? Is that what was going on? So I hope you enjoyed that ride. Uh, that's always fun. I feel like I've done that quite a few times. But thank you also to everyone joining. We'll, we'll be sure to send you guys some pictures. We got quite the scene going on right now. We have a campfire over here with the, the tent that Braden slept in. And then uh, for his incredible pre-service, Braden, that was really hilarious. All those jokes felt like jokes that I would say. Uh, so you truly are a dad. That was a whole long list of dad jokes. But we got the fire going. We got the uh, cooler over here and the lantern and the Coleman stove. Anybody have a Coleman stove at home? So really, what are we doing? Well, yeah, absolutely, all of you over there. What we're doing is we're making the best out of not the perfect conditions, right? We're, we're making the best out of not ideal conditions. But come on, we're, we're from the Northwest. We know what it's like to live in less than ideal conditions. So we can tolerate the to-go communion. By the way, I am gonna grumble just a little bit. That is tough. Like, <laughs> I felt like you were putting a little styrofoam into your mouth and then drinking some uh, fermented <laughs> grape juice to wash down the styrofoam. But here I am. I, I just want you to know, we can handle it, life stream. We can handle this. We, we can handle it. Think about what we do in the Pacific Northwest. This is how great we are. We actually go camping on Memorial Day weekend, knowing that the chances are eight out of 10, it's gonna rain and it's not just gonna drizzle, it's gonna like really rain. And yet we're able to handle these less than ideal conditions and we go camping on Memorial Day weekend. In fact, in the church world, this weekend is known as one of the least attended Sunday mornings uh, of the entire calendar year. And camping, I was thinking about camping this week. My family loves camping. Again, if you love camping, flash your lights. I know some people disdain camping. They're like, we have evolved from camping. We can just buy a hotel room. But for our family, we like camping. One of our favorite parts, again, is the campfire. Uh, thank you for singing those songs, Brayden. Uh, we love singing around the campfire. We also love marshmallows. Anybody like doing the marshmallows? We actually have a gift for you on the way out uh, that I think you're really gonna enjoy if you like marshmallows. But then we also cook hot dogs. We cook hot dogs. We roast weenies. That's not in my, why did I say that? Yeah, we roast weenies, that's what we do. We roast weenies around the campfire. Oh man, I'm about to crack up just right here on Facebook. This is hilarious. But it's funny to me, the whole hot dog thing, because in my real life, I don't actually eat hot dogs. Not that much. I'll eat a good broth. Like, you, where's Dave Rano? Right? Yeah, come on. Like, I will eat a good broth, broth. Give me some grilled onions. But hot dogs, not so much. But then all of a sudden, you get me out into the woods, you get me around the campfire, and there I am roasting a hot dog. You know what a hot dog is made up of, right? I mean, I don't want to go into detail, but why would I do such a thing? But I was thinking about it. There's one other place I'll eat a hot dog. Well, other than men's group. At a Seattle Mariners game. Anybody, right? It used to be the King Dog. Now it's the Mariners Dog. I'll, I'll eat a hot dog at the Mariners, which 
kind of makes me think my, my brain is going today pretty fast. I like that. I'm, I got some energy to me today. Do you know who's in first place right now? That's right. <laughs> the Seattle Mariners are in first place. Now they haven't played a game. <laughs> All the games have been postponed, but as a Mariners fan, you got to celebrate what you can celebrate. But I was actually thinking about this week. There's a lot of things, whether it's camping or Mariners, there's just a lot of things that have been canceled. A lot of things that have been postponed. In many ways, maybe you would agree, it feels like many things have been taken away from us. Again, whether it's a sports season or a vacation, maybe I know we got Trevin here and Kyla, maybe a senior year or a graduation has been taken away. For some of you, it's your job. Maybe even the danger of your business being taken away. Whatever was, no longer is. What your life once looked like, it's shifted into something different. And because of this, I think it's so important to show each other grace during this season. We must remember how all this shifting and the changing, it's almost guaranteed to be different in your life than how it is in someone else's life. Right? So the, the married couple... It's going to look different than the married couple who have children. And the married couple with children is going to look different from the married couple who's also trying to work at home or from home with children. This is going to look different than the single person, but the single person in college is going to be different than the single person who's a senior citizen or the single person who's employed is going to be different than the single person who's unemployed or those that are trying to date during COVID-19. If, if you are trying to date right now, God Bless you, right? I was thinking about it. All my dating go-tos, they've been canceled. Like bowling, miniature golf, movies, right? None of those things we can do. But each one of our situations radically different. So be gracious to one another and be kind. Be kind. Everyone's facing this. Though in different ways, it's challenging for all of us to so be kind to one another. I'd also say this, with everything shifting, can we agree to run to him who will never shift? Can we agree to stand upon him who will never change? Jesus, Jesus, the Bible tells us it's so clear that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus, uh, the Bible says that builders, they built their house on, uh, they built their house on who? On the rock, on Jesus. He was a sure foundation. And when that storm came and the storm will come, maybe you're right in the middle of a storm, but Jesus is the rock that shall not be moved. It reminds me, I, I grew up at Wabash Presbyterian Church and we'd sing a song. Remember that song? Christ the solid rock I stand, all of the ground is sinking sand. All of the ground is sinking sand. Sing it again. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All of the ground is sinking sand. All of the ground is sinking sand. So things are shifting, but Jesus, he will never change. Amen? As a pastor, I've been so encouraged by the people around me that have been in my life, that have really run to Jesus in the midst of it all. Trevin, I'm proud of you. Kyla Ferris, our roommate, I'm proud of you. My, my wife, Mary, I, I'm proud of those closest to me. I, I've seen how they've run to Jesus. I've seen it in my employees. I, I've seen it in my leadership team who is here at 745 this morning, setting up. I, I've seen it in so many of you people who are standing secure, solid on the rock, Jesus Christ. I've noticed that many of you are jumping into the Bible. I love our daily reading plan. I, I, haven't you noticed the words? They're just leaping off the page. If you want to join us on that reading plan, just text us or email, email us right now. We'll, we'll get you signed up. We'll, we'll try to do it as quick as possible. I, I love how everyone's participating in the various life spring functions. We had a powerful prayer time Thursday morning over Zoom. Powerful. We believe God was moving. And we're interacting right now with people from Indiana, from Texas, people from Oregon, from Kenya, from Ghana, all over participating in life at LifeSpring. Also, thank you, Jeremy, for leading us through communion. Communion, I love how we're doing it every week. It's this declaration, isn't it, right? The public declaration 
to our hearts, but also to the world that we trust in the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus during this time with the expectation, come on, that he's coming back again. It's been so very powerful to me. Your true colors are showing, Life Spring. I felt like I was supposed to share that with you today. Your true colors are showing. As you think about who you were before Christ, but now with Christ, it's all changed. With Christ, it's a new way to be human. There's a new heart, there's a new spirit, and your true colors in Christ are showing. Your neighbors, your friends, your family, they are all seeing Christ in you, the hope of glory. And I wanna encourage you, keep it going. Be continually, daily filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. Do not grow weak or weary in doing good, as the Apostle Paul says. Because here's the deal, Life Spring, and I hope we're listening this morning. This world needs Jesus. This world needs Jesus. And they don't just need Jesus to make them feel better about themselves. They don't need Jesus just to put a smile on their face. They don't even need Jesus just to get them through this pandemic, but they need Jesus to rescue them from their sins. They need Jesus to rescue them from death and destruction and instead lead them into eternal life. First Timothy 2.4 says that God desires that all men would be saved, that all men would be saved and come to a knowledge of the truth. Second Peter 3.9 says, the Lord, he is patient with us. Thank you, Jesus. He is patient with us, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. God's heart, his heart, his passion is for everyone to be saved. May this be a time, life spring, in the history, not of just our nation, but of this world where thousands upon thousands might answer the call, God's call on their lives to repent, God's call on their lives to turn, God's call on their life to receive the eternal life that's found in the son Jesus. May the people around you see Jesus. May the people around you see Jesus and the life that he offers in and through you. Rise up church, rise up life stream. All right, if you have your Bibles, open them up to Romans six. That's where we're gonna be today. This is so exciting to me because in our daily reading plan, Guess what chapter we read today? Romans 6. I think the Lord has a message for us today. Now, it is chapter 6, meaning that to get the full context, you're going to have to read the whole letter because we're right in the middle of the letter. But in chapter 5, what we read yesterday, he talks about the difference between Adam, right? The first Adam and him compared to Jesus. And how what Jesus has done on the cross, this is so beautiful. He says that what Jesus did, it led to our justification and it led to our life. And then he goes on, he talks about how sin increased under the law, right? That sin increased. But he also gives this great statement. He says, but where sin increased, grace increased even more. Everybody say grace. Grace. Where sin increased, grace increased even more. So let's pick it up in chapter 6. But as I read this passage, maybe if you have a pen or even on your phone, you can do this. I want you to highlight every time that the Apostle Paul mentions life. All right, just kind of, if you don't have a highlighter or a pen in your mind's eye, just be able to look at every time he mentions life. Chapter six, verse one. What shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning that grace may increase? By no means, no. We are those who have died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? Or, or don't you know that all of us who were baptized in Christ Jesus, we were baptized into his death. We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too, what? We too may live a new life, praise the Lord. For see, we have been united with him, Paul says, in a death like his. And we will certainly also be united with him in a resurrection like his. For we know our old self, it was crucified with him so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin. Because anyone who has died, this is good news, has been set free from sin. Verse eight, now if we died with Christ, we believe that we also live with him. For we know that since Christ was raised from the dead, he can't die again. 
No, death no longer has mastery over Jesus. Verse 10, the death he died, he died to sin once for all, but the life he lives, he lives to God. Now in the same way, verse 11 says, count yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. So don't let sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey its evil desires. Do not offer even a part of yourself to sin as an instrument of wickedness, but rather offer yourselves to God as those who have been brought, here it is again, from death to life and offer every part of yourself as an instrument of righteousness. For sin, it shall no longer be your master life spring because you are not under the law, but you are under grace. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. See, when you became a follower of Jesus, this passage tells us that you were united with Jesus. Just like verse five talks about, united with him. I don't have time to say all these verses, but there is verse after verse after verse that talks about Christ being in us, right? But did you also know there's many verses, several verses that talk about us being in Christ. So yes, Christ is in us, the hope of glory, but also you and I, we're in Christ. Paul says we're clothed with Christ. We put on Christ. We're hidden in Christ. So we are truly united with Jesus. And so this is true eternal life, isn't it? United with him, you identify with his death. And because you're united with him, as you identify with his death, guess what? As he dies, you die. Your old self, it dies. You've been crucified with Christ. But praise the Lord, in your death, you're, you're not just united with any human being. No, who are you united with? You're united with the perfect Lamb of God. You're united with the Son of Man and the Son of God. You're united with the perfect expression where heaven meets earth. You are united with the Son of Man and the Ancient of Days. You are united with the man that when he went into the grave, it says death could not hold him down. In fact, death has lost its mastery over him. And with his crucifixion, our crucifixion of our old selves, we now identify not only with his death, but with his resurrection, praise the Lord, with his resurrection. Church, get this, at 12, 1230 today, I'm baptizing a young man in the lake, praise the Lord, because we do not only identify with his death, we identify with resurrection. We identify, we are united now forever with the eternal life that he enjoys with his heavenly father forever. Can I get an amen? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. See, because we are united with him, this is so important we understand this, because we are united with him as he raised from the grave, so too one day we will raise from the grave. Did you know that? That's the hope we have. It's a bodily resurrection. But then we don't have to wait until that day of our own resurrection to really start living, right? Because the Bible tells us that that resurrection power, again, the power that one day will raise our bodies, that power, is already living inside of us. Now. You might want to say that word to yourself. Now. Now because of Christ. Now we are new creations. Now we are born again. Now we are filled and led by the resurrection power of the Holy Spirit. And come on, don't you think that that truth and that reality might be just a tad bit useful in what we're walking through? I want to read verses 11 through 14 again. They're just so applicable to what we're currently facing in this world. Listen, he says, in the same way, count yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. Man, this just is hitting my heart. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you'd obey its evil desires. No, he says, don't offer a part of yourself to sin as an instrument of wickedness, but rather offer yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life. Offer every part of yourself to him as an instrument of righteousness. Sin is no longer your master. You're not under the law. He says you're under grace. You know, one of the main reasons I entitled this series, This is the Air I Breathe, a, a New Way to Be Human, is because the Lord laid on my heart just a simple message that you and I would be reminded of who we are in Christ, of what we have in Christ because come on we're all tempted to live as mere humans 
right? That's what we talked about last week. Mere humans complaining, bickering, arguing, where we're still talking like infants, acting like infants, drinking that spiritual milk. By the way, I don't care who you are. All of us, including myself, swim in the kiddie pool of faith from time to time, right? I, I, all of us. I, we just go there. We, we, we act out, behave as infants, swimming in the kiddie pool of faith. But don't you think that it's time for us to get out of the kiddie pool and jump into the deep end of God's grace? Sin is no longer our master life spring. We are under grace. By God's grace, dive in, jump in, and remember who you are. Now, are we still tempted to sin? Are we still tempted to act out in selfish, wicked ways? Absolutely. But I think that's why reading the Bible every day, that's why singing worship songs, that's why praying, that's why joining your brothers and sisters in Christ and the Zoom Bible studies and the Zoom life groups and all the different things we're doing, being daily filled with the Holy Spirit. It's important because haven't you noticed that in those activities, you are reminded again by our Heavenly Father, you're reminded by a spirit of who you are, but also whose you are. These things, they remind you to count yourself dead to sin and alive in God, in Christ Jesus. We're all tempted, by the way, to act out in rebellion. But the Spirit, I heard this the other day, the Spirit speaks a better story. And I think that's so good. Like, we can choose to act out, we can choose to rebel, but we got to remember the Spirit speaks a better story over our lives. That you and I, we don't have to remain in exile. We don't have to stay in rebellion. We don't have to remain an infant. We can, even right now in this moment, by His grace, we can come back to our true identity in Christ. We can be clothed with Christ, hidden in Christ, alive in Christ, where you are in Him and He is in you. Life stream, maybe write this down if you're taking notes. You don't have to settle for second best. If you're watching on Facebook and joining us today on Facebook, you don't have to settle for second best. In fact, Paul says you don't even have to offer a part of yourself as an instrument of wickedness. Like not even a pinky toe. Don't give the devil, don't give anybody or anything or this world even a pinky toe. You give instead your whole body. Offer all that you are as an instrument of righteousness to God. Can you do that today, church? Can you seize the moment? Can you seize what you have in Christ? Can you grab a hold of it? And the only way you can truly grab a hold of it is by letting go. It's by surrendering. It's by yielding. It's by getting on your knees and saying, Jesus, I want you to be everything. I, I let go. I surrender. I yield. Here's my life. Take it. Use it for your glory. Church, he's worth it. He's worth it. Seize your moment. The wages of sin, Paul says, is always death. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Come on. Don't settle for anything less than that. Seize the moment. Seize the moment. I want to ask the same question I asked last week. I want you to take a hard look at your life. I want you to ask yourself simply this question. What air am I breathing in? What air am I breathing in? So where's my power coming from? Where's my source, right? Where's the wind from my sails coming in? Is what I'm consuming, is what I'm breathing, is it truly bringing me vitality? Is it bringing me abundance? Is it bringing me life? Or am I still gasping for air? We must remember who we are in Christ. We must remember to be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. And we must remember to exercise those faith muscles in the midst of this challenging time. Exercise your faith. I was even thinking about my own life. Church, you guys have heard this before. But I wake up so grumpy. <laughs> I just do. I, I wake up. In fact, it's like the second my eyes open, I'm like, oh. I'm, not, I'm just the king I mean, that's kind of depressing, isn't it? I, I'm just the king of waking up grumpy. But church, come on, this will, this will preach. But that's the moment that we exercise our faith. Come on. That's the moment we exercise our faith. 
That's the moment we choose to live by the spirit and not by the flesh. That's the moment when this world and the enemy of this world, he's going to do everything possible to bring me back to my old ways. Come on, you know what I'm talking about. He will do everything possible to convince you to put on your old clothes, right? Your old way of living, full of death, full of sin, full of destruction. That temptation is always hanging out there like a juicy carrot. But come on, that's the moment, life spring, when you invite the Holy Spirit and His power to remind you of who you are in Christ and whose you are in Christ. I'm a child of God. Woo! Praise the Lord. That's why we read the Word. Not just to check off some box to be a good little boy or a good little girl. No! That's why we read the word, to be with him, to be reminded of who we are in him. That's why we speak in tongues. That's why we pray in our heavenly prayer language. That's why we wake up on a Sunday morning and join the body of Christ just like you're doing today. Though it's not ideal, you know that, God, I need you to remind me that I'm born again. I'm a new creation. I'm set free from sin. I'm alive. I'm fully awake by the Spirit of God. It's a new way to be human. Yeah. Hallelujah. 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 Maybe here's the deal. I, all of it, I don't care who you are. There's a certain roller coaster to all of this. I mean, all of us as humans, right? We can have some good days, but we're also going to have some tough days. Two days ago, I had a tough day. It was a hard day. I just want to encourage you. If you're struggling, if you came in today struggling, one, you're not alone. There's a lot of people struggling. You're going to have to give them some grace. But also, you're going to have to give yourself some grace. No one's going to make it through this season perfect. Run to the one who is perfect and allow his grace to cover you. But two, I'd also say this. You can do this. You can do this. As you set your mind on the Lord, God is going to help you do this. I believe that, church. We don't have to have some pessimistic, fatalistic attitude about all this. God is on our side. If God is for us, who can be against us? I love how Paul says all of this in Romans 8. He says those who live according to the flesh, they got their minds set on what the flesh desires. But those, and I'm talking to you, Lifespring, but those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. The mind governed by the flesh is death. But the mind governed by the Spirit is life and peace. You might want to write that one down. Again, it's Romans 8, verse 6. Maybe memorize it. The mind governed by the flesh, it always leads to death. But the mind governed by the Spirit, it is life and peace. So who's governing your mind? Is it your flesh or is it your spirit? Again, if it's your flesh, it'll always lead to death. But if it's the Holy Spirit, it'll always lead to life and peace. So the choice is yours as we close today. What air are you breathing? The Spirit gives life from the very beginning. First days, first page of the Bible from creation into new creation. The Spirit always gives life. And He's not waiting for COVID-19 to be over before He gives you life. He wants to do that right now. Breathe Him in. Surrender, give him permission to rule and reign in you today and watch what happens. I'd invite Ryan to come back up uh, to the stage. If, if there's one thing that's really become apparent in all of this is that human beings are stubborn. I don't need an amen on that, but <laughs> we're stubborn. We're, we're stiff-necked. We're not easily led. Remember the Old Testament God says this a few times, right? In the book of Exodus about his people, he says they're a stiff-necked people. Well, I don't have to read it. I, I can just live it. I, I've, I've been there so many times. Or even this week, I was on a walk with my dog. Many of you guys know my dog. And we were out at a park and there was this bridge. And uh, the bridge went over a river and it was graded so he could see the water underneath the bridge. So guess who wasn't going to go over that bridge? My dog. Like, I mean, he just like straightened up. He put those claws down. He's like, uh-uh, I ain't going over the bridge. And so I would just say this. That sounds in our flesh, in my flesh, that sounds like what we often do. Maybe even in this season, I feel like some of us have been tempted to do that. 
because God's still working. He's still moving. And maybe like your marriage, maybe, you know, there's something going on in your marriage where God wants to bring health into your marriage. And yet you're just, nope, not going to, nope, not going to do it. Or maybe you lost your job. Many people have lost their jobs and God is calling you to a deeper sense of trust, a, a deeper sense of just yielding to him and trusting in him. And yet you're just, nope, not going to do it. Or even we know that just there's some stuff, uh, tough stuff going on with addictions that even addictions people thought they had gone, gotten through or it's in their past. Those things have been stirred back up, whether it's drinking too much wine or looking at pornography or online shopping, right? Whatever the thing is. And, and don't you know God is so good and, and his spirit is there and he's wanting to lead you out of it, right? He wants to lead you from death into life. And yet you know it, right? You don't need a pastor to tell you this. You're stiffening your neck and you're digging down, right? You're, you're bearing down. You're unwilling to let him lead you into true, abundant, joy-filled life. But if that's you, I just say this over your life again. You are under grace. Your life is under grace. And Jesus is calling you. Jesus is calling you. If that's you, maybe even just close your eyes as I'm speaking to know and to trust that Jesus is calling you. That he's not even here with a list of all your goods and all your bads. He's just here full of his love and his compassion and his grace. And he's calling you. Whether you're in face, in your car or on Facebook, he's calling you. I just speak this over your life. Would you answer the call? Would you answer the call? Would you surrender and yield to that call? Would you breathe? Relax in his presence. Breathe in his presence. Repent of your sins, right? Get real with the Lord. Acknowledge where you've fallen short, but then run back to Jesus knowing he's running to you. Isn't that the best thing about our Father? The minute we turn and start running to him, he's already running to us. That's who he is. So come back to Jesus. Stand on the solid rock and watch him do what only he can do by the power of the Holy Spirit. Lifespring, let Jesus lead you. Let Jesus lead you. In fact, you know what? Jesus is the best leader ever. He is so good at leading. I think we just got to get a little better at following. Follow Jesus. Stop fighting with him and surrender and let him lead you. Again, by the power of the Holy Spirit, let him lead you into true eternal life. That mind governed by the Spirit. It's life and peace. Life and peace. Say it with me. Life and peace. It's a new way to be human. Hallelujah. Would you bow your heads and let's pray together. Lord Jesus, we thank you for this new way to be human where we can breathe in your spirit and have our minds governed by your spirit where you truly give us life and peace. For anyone watching, whether they're on Facebook or here in the parking lot that does not have a relationship with you, who has never given their life, surrendered to you as Lord and Savior. Lord, would you begin a conversation with them in this moment? And again, even as I'm praying, if that's you, just invite the Lord into your life. Invite him to come in. Put your trust in his life, in his death, in his resurrection. If that's you in this moment, say yes to the Lord. Say yes to Jesus. Say yes to the salvation that he brings. It's quite simple, actually. He, he doesn't need an eloquent prayer. He just needs your heart. He wants your life. So Lord Jesus, come into my life. I turn from my old way of living. I want to be born again in you. I want to be a new creation. I want to have a mind governed by your spirit. That would lead me into life and into peace. Come now into my life. I choose to live for you, to serve you, all my days. And for anyone else praying today that maybe just knows you've gotten off track and you know that there's a part of you that's just been living by the flesh. Isn't there a sweetness to this moment? A sweetness of his presence, of his grace that is calling you back to him. He never left you in the first place. But two, he adores you. He loves you. He's for you, not against you. 
And by his grace, he will empower you today to do what he's asked you to do. He'll empower you today to do what he's asking you to do. So receive once again the Spirit. Be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. Ah, we breathe you in, Jesus. We breathe in your Spirit. We breathe in that life. It is so good to walk with you, Jesus. Lead us. In your wonderful name we pray. And all God's people said, Amen and Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you guys so much for coming. We're so glad you're with us this Memorial Day weekend. A couple of announcements. If you uh, want to give in person today, we have bins that you can drop off your offering. Um, also, prayer requests. If you're still going through our time and you didn't type in a prayer and you need prayer, then contact us this week. Uh, we have people praying for you. Uh, at info at lifespringfs.com. Email us. Uh, tell us what you need. We're here for you. Um, actually, we're going to do the benediction. Before this, I really feel like I, I want to sing the doxology together. Are you guys do that? Can we just sing that together? Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above the heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. Now to Him, who's able to do immeasurably more than all that we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. On the way out, we have a s'more package for you. So be blessed and we'll see you next week. Mm -hmm.